Once again, back at home. <laughs> this is our home. Is. <laughs> Second I, home, right? I think I may be here more often than I am really at home. <laughs> it's nice for me because I can crawl home from here. Yeah, it's a drive for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of in between, but it's all good. So, I heard a, another unfamiliar voice this evening. So, Brendan, who do we got with us tonight? We are incredibly excited. Of course, we know one of the home breweries here in, at Allies is the Beer Brewery, and we finally have Mon. We have about on, time. Yes, yeah, I know. <laughs> it's only been a couple episodes. <laughs> <laughs> we review your beer almost every week, and we have yet to have you guys on, so it's great to finally have you. Uh, Jerry's the owner. And your name is Butch, right? Yes. <laughs> you can call <laughs> whatever you want. Butch and the Sundance Kid over here. <laughs> no, it's great to have you guys. Appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. And we can't wait to get there. Yes, mm. absolutely. <laughs> and stay tuned, because it's happening. <laughs> it's already Fine. been put on the books. Ready so, to roll. Tell us just a little bit about, I mean, the history behind Beer Brew, how it started, and, and you know, where, where you oh guys boy. are at now. Just a little bit, huh? <laughs> just a little bit. Just a little tasting. Um, actually, it started back about 21 years ago when my oldest son, Darren, was a freshman down at uh, IU. He'll tell you the story. He had $50, and he, uh, he said, well, do I buy a fake ID or do I buy a beer kit? And he said, if I buy a beer kit, then I can make all the beer I want to, right? <laughs> He ended up buying a beer kit, and uh, the rest is history. He just, uh, the light goes off, and he's focused, and he worked down at uh, Bloomington Brewing Company for about, well, the remaining remaining part of his college career, and I'm not going to tell you, it's, it was not a four-year program, okay, <laughs> <laughs> for him. So, uh, and after that, he came up here to Great Fermentations, managed uh, that for 10 years, wow. and then... Uh, Myself and, and my wife and a, a couple other uh, close relatives said, when you think you got the kahunas, let us know. Could we be interested in um, maybe uh, doing something with you? And uh, so five years ago, the night before Thanksgiving, that's when we opened. And uh, it's uh, knock on wood here. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, what was the what were the premier beers that came out when you guys first opened? Oh, man. I, I can remember when he was when he was doing this at Great Fermentations because he was doing all their, their um, uh, recipes and doing all their brewing at the time. You know, he came home and he'd say, oh, you got to taste this, you got to taste this one. And, and I'm, a, I'm a light guy, okay? I, I like the lighter beers. So, right. so he was giving me the Kolsch and um, the Belgian Blonde at that time. And, you know, wow, they're, it's not like the old Coors Light. And at, that, <laughs> right. at that time in my life, I think my, the extent of my craft beer was... Um, uh, Killians and Blue Moon. Okay, <laughs> so uh, <laughs> that's pretty extensive. And so uh, uh, you know, he those are the beers that he, he gave me anyway. And, and the the bigger ones like the IPAs and the pales and so forth. I mean, I tasted them, but I did not have a palate for that. Mm. So now, have, it was, you, have you developed into it a little bit more? A, a little bit more, actually. I tr- I, the, I had a, a little bit of the Dank Zilla that we'll be tasting here shortly. And that is really good. <laughs> it's also only 85 IBU. So. <laughs> only 85, right? I mean, that's pretty low for an IPA. But, yeah, it's, uh, it's fun. i got to tell you a little story, though. Um, and, and, 
you know, when when Darren was doing this in, in college and then after the great fermentations, you know, all of his buddies were saying, oh, man, Darren makes great beer, you know. And, he, he's, and I said, well, you know, you're his buddies. He's giving you free beer. Free beer is great beer, right? <laughs> so, you know, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to get some objectivity here before we go out and spend all this money to open a brewery. And it, definitely you don't get it from your, your, your son's friends to tell you if it's, if it's good beer or not because it's just free beer at that time. <laughs> I can't believe you guys, in five years, the list of beers, are, oh. the, the, are, they're, it's extensive. I think there's yes. over 100 on that list, but you said it's oh, not, easily. Even, well, well, not even all 100. there yet. And I can't believe there's that many the, recipes already. The list that we have with us isn't isn't fully updated. So, yeah, there's well over 100 that and we'll uh-huh. brew throughout a year. Yeah. What, what exactly do you do there, Beth? What do you do uh, at, at Beer Brewery? Because um, I think you have, I, I'm sensing you have a fond love of beer. I do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I do love beer. And, in fact, my one of my first experiences with craft beer was at Beer Brewery. I went there... I had a, the Weisengut, which is our half of Weizen, mm-hmm. and I fell in love with it. It tasted just like the beers that I had in Munich, and I decided I could never leave this brewery. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't leave it. It, was my, it became my home right then and there. Um, we don't have a shower there, though, Beth. That's the only problem. <laughs> well, no, it got a little rough sometimes. There's going to be a beer bath in there somewhere. <laughs> so over time, I, you know, couple of times Weisengut wasn't on tap and I'd have to start trying some new beers and I realized <laughs> I actually like all of the beers. <laughs> this is amazing. This, this is incredible. We have nine beers on tap at a time. I would never find one that I didn't thoroughly love. Mm-hmm. So as my palate grew and changed, there's always something there for me. And then I slid in and started working in the tap room as well. <laughs> so, so then that's when the, the passion and the hobby becomes a little bit more. Now, what were you doing in Munich? You just kind of threw that out there. Oh, like just, just traveling. Just yeah. traveling? Yeah. And you love the beer? Of course. <laughs> Drinking beer over there. What else? Yeah, what else do you do when you're in Germany? <laughs> I, I can't think of anything else to do. No. <laughs> now, when you guys, the beers you have on tap, you guys go through every week and you're changing out these beers? We'll change out most of them mm-hmm. every week, and we'll have between seven and nine on tap at a time. Mm-hmm. We do have nine tap lines flowing, um, and then we also have two that are in cans that are available at all times now as well. And, and that's so, just happening, right? Yes, we just started news, canning. Right? This is very yes. exciting. Yes. So you can now find beer, beer, um, <laughs> outside of the brewery and outside of our local taps um you can go to liquor stores and pick it up and take it home with you as well amen i think think beer brewery is probably one of the most traveled beers you can find it everywhere in the city i mean there's really not where you can go into and not find beer brewery beer which is great um so you guys are doing a great job marketing and it's it's everybody's got it and everybody talks about it well and we appreciate that i know that um as we grew we always wanted to grow with our demand just staying ahead of our supply a little bit. We never wanted that demand to get so far ahead of us, you know, so we we are fortunate enough to kind of manage that. And um, But I, I think the consistency of the quality day in and day out has helped drive that. Absolutely. And, um, I mean, and people don't understand the difficulty of repeating a beer right. the same you know, week in and week out. I mean, Darren will tell you, he's got the utmost respect for a Budweiser, a Miller, and a Coors because no matter where you go in the world, 
it's the same beer today, tomorrow, and the next day. And that is that is the it's truly difficult. I'm glad somebody has respect for Budweiser. <laughs> it doesn't get much love on this show. No. <laughs> Out of all the major breweries. No. This guy's classy next to me. <laughs> well, we just don't like Budweiser because they're trying to actually stop oh. what you're doing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. They, they, that, it's kind of it's kind of funny to watch some of their ads uh, lately. Yeah. You know, they, they try to they, they pimp us a little bit. And it's funny, I, you know, I, you talk to the reps, and like, oh, we don't have anything to worry about. Well, then why are you guys doing all this? Yeah. Because <laughs> you're doing an awful lot. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mask yourself as craft breweries and other places. Sure. And they're trying to buy up farms and do, you know, I mean, they're trying to take a lot of the way from the craft brewery explosion. It's awful. You don't need to do that. Competition's good. They don't need to worry about, you know, they're not going anywhere. Yeah. So, you know, let the love flow. <laughs> yes. And what's great, you know, what they can't do, which is so great that we love with craft brewery is, I love all the different flavors. Like I said, there's all the recipes are amazing. The guys, you can you get those small batches. So there's so much you can do and try that you oh, can't sure. do it at, at, a, at a major place. I don't have the availability to do that kind of stuff. So it's great to see what people come up with at these at the you know breweries. Like we talked earlier to somebody uh, that every brewery in here in town. There's how many now? <laughs> I can't even, I even know how many there are. There's one with every five minutes. There's a brewery, but. They're all different. They all have their own characteristics, their own personality, their own flavor profiles. It's it's great. Yeah, we I know early in our early days before we were out in just so many restaurants. I think we're in about 170 different restaurants and bars right now. We were doing a lot more crazy beers. I mean, we had what <laughs> helped me here, Beth. We had fruit cup surprise. We had uh, uh, some of the other fruit beers that we had. Yeah, we we tried a few with different berries. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we had to get away from that because the demand for a lot of our standard beers were taken over and we just we didn't have the capacity to do that. I think now with our new expansion, our new production facility, it will enable these guys to do a little bit more of that fun brewing of of some of the uh, more saisons and things like that. I mean, our brewers love the art and the craft of brewing and that shows in our beers and it also shows in our variety of beers so having the new facility to be able to go back to some of those smaller more creative styles it'll be a lot more fun i'm really excited yeah yeah Yeah, i was telling them earlier before we started the show that i was in there this summer and had the lambic which was absolutely delicious whoever didn't get it i'm sorry Mm. uh but there was somebody in there, it was, it was a funny guy was in there, he was going to Denmark to see his daughter, and, and his daughter told him, you better not come without beer from Beer Brewery, because it's the only, you know, she doesn't get in anymore, so he had to stop and get a few growlers. So I hope it kept well for him. <laughs> but, yeah, no But he kidding. was excited, and he was ta- talking about how much she was telling all our friends in Denmark about the great Beer, beer Brewery, so we get excited. Th- we get that a lot, not necessarily yeah. going to Europe, but we get a lot of times people coming into the brewery and say, well, we're going up to Wisconsin or Minnesota, or, and, and we've had people fly out to California, they're like, got to take so-and-so, some of your beer. So, uh, and that's fun. That's mm-hmm. a that's a true compliment uh, right. when people come in and do that. And uh, so it's, it's 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 enjoyable to to hear them say that. Now well, at the, uh, they start buying cans and shipping them. That's yes. <laughs> that's true. I've already had one of my previous lives before I started full time at the brewery. Actually, I had two full time jobs. Come think about it, and I just retired from one. Uh, some of my uh, old customers have. have emailed me and texted me about when I'm when am I going to start shipping our cans out to <laughs> South, South Dakota and North Dakota, you know. Well, speaking of the cans, is there a reason why you guys want cans instead of bottling? I mean, I know I know the reasons why you should, but <laughs> is there a reason why you guys want canning? 
we we see ourselves bottling also. Okay. Okay. Um, and I think it goes back to our, our philosophy is in st- we like to take it a step at a time. Um, the reason why we started with the cans is that there there's so many venues that don't allow glass. The 500 is one a good example. Right. Uh, yeah. Uh, some of these other places. So there's more venues you can take the cans in. So th- that's where we started. We, we do feel, and we've already talked to the, some of these mobile canning guys, uh, bottlers actually, there's a new guy in town, that will do that. Um, we'll probably start with 22-ounce bombers mm-hmm. to begin yep. with. But, uh, yeah, we plan on doing that. Cool. But Very right cool. now we just want to get the cans out, especially coming into the spring. I mean, right. golf courses, right. they don't do bottles. Oh, yeah. They do right. cans. I mean, <laughs> yep. you know, all, of, all of a sudden we've been kind of getting bombarded by some of these golf courses to, to get our beers in, and, and we love it. Darn know? it, yeah. Yeah, doggone. <laughs> I have to go to another golf course today to check on the supply. <laughs> so you guys, you guys said you're in 170 different locations around the Restaurant city. Restaurant and bars, yeah. The one thing we didn't actually talk about is where is Beer Brewery itself located? Oh, shoot, that's right. Yeah, well, we, <laughs> that is very kind of important. One. Hold on, let me check my business card just a second. <laughs> we are located at 65th Street in between Benford Boulevard and Allisonville Road. Okay. On the northeast side over there. And so how big is the tap room? I mean, are we talking we can fit 50 people in there, 100 people in there? We c- it's, uh, we've had about 85 to 90 people in there. Actually, we've had more. <laughs> Uh, we had an event outside and it started. Tell people, <laughs> we don't tell people about that. <laughs> and it started raining. We probably had 125 in there, but it was only standing room only. To be comfortable, about 85, and then coming in the spring, we, we put our, our deck outside again so we can, you know, handle another 25 people. So, you know, do you guys serve any food in the in the tap room? N- no, not well. Wait a minute. We do enough food just to be legal. <laughs> You know, and um, you can like, feel free to come in and ask for a menu at any time. Yeah. But we you have, do, we yeah. have those available. Don't you do events in the summertime and have beer yes. trucks and have food we have trucks? Food trucks and, you guys have music. You have music yeah. in the tap room as well, correct? About about twice a month on Fridays on Friday we do nights. that live. Mu- it's live original music only. Fantastic! It's no cover songs, all original music. Do you hear that BMI right now? <laughs> I, I just heard Jack's jaw drop. So. <laughs> <laughs> We've actually had one of our guests, Chris Birch, who's been on the show a few yeah. times. And, uh, you know, he's, he's been at the Beer Brewery a few mm-hmm. times. We love Chris. Yeah. But we do that, and, and uh, uh, we, we try to do a variety of things. But we do have some special cheese dips for people who want to come in and have some munchies and so forth. And the cheese is we, – we've we actually had Shoe Fly do it for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, it, it's just enough – Spiced to make you want to have another beer. <laughs> Perfect. Doggone, right? <laughs> Spicy food and salty food, the best thing to serve uh, yeah. beer. Yeah, oh, no yeah. kidding. For sure. No kidding. It's, it's, um, but we allow anybody that comes in, you're welcome to bring in your own, your own dinner or pizzas. People order in a lot, and they come in and, and, and sit down. And, and there again, that's fun to watch people right. do that. It's a comfort. It's a comfortable feeling that these people have to come in and they, to do that. And yeah. that's exactly what we want. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of like we want them to feel that this is their home mm-hmm. uh, or their basement, depending on how you look at it. Right. Uh, <laughs> because it's kind of gives you that man cave feel sometimes. <laughs> yeah, definitely. When you walk in, it definitely feels like somebody's living room or mm-hmm. basement, wherever yeah. you feel most comfortable <laughs> in the house. We've got couches. We have dining room tables in there. 
variety of different types of chairs and things. TV's on with some sports, usually. So it's yeah, very it's, casual. Well, it, it's, when people come in, I mean, the first thing they, we want them to hear is, welcome to Beer Brewery. And right. if we know them by name, which we take a lot of pride in doing it, we, we, we do that. It, it's very, they make, make them feel very comfortable coming in. It's like coming into their second home. Right? You got to feel like Norm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And we have a lot of people that feel like Norm to us. <laughs> yeah. We have some of the best customers and clients in the world. We're so lucky to be able to go in every week and see their face and catch up with them and see how their life is doing, check in on everything that's going on, talk about their family and upcoming trips yeah. that they have. It's, it's a lot of fun. It's awesome. So it's you guys, I assume, like most breweries, you offer a flight, a sampling flight of all your beers. Um, sort of. We do that a little differently, though. Okay. Um, when you come in to our brewery, if you're coming in, on, especially on, on a pretty chill night, maybe like a Wednesday, there's not a lot going on, not a lot of people. Instead of you ordering a flight and you pay like $7 or 10 or whatever it is to get little samples of all of them, we're, we're just kind of going to hook you up with that. So, so Wednesday, we'll, we'll go down the, the line with you because it's really important to us that you find a beer that you really enjoy and like. So we want you to see the wide variety. We don't have a lot of very similar beers all at one time. And so we want you to get that feeling and that vibe and kind of understand our beers as well. Okay. So we'll, yeah, that's, ju- we'll just give that. That's to one you. thing it's we always stress. Yeah, we always <laughs> stress on our show that when you get into a brewery, try everything because... There's going to be one there you like. Mm-hmm. I mean, you pretty much can't get around. There's there's something there for everybody. I mean, they, there's going to be a, a beer if you whether you have lighter taste or like a darker beer. There's going to be one there. Just and keep trying. We, we've all done it. We've all ruled yes. out a brewery at one point in time and said, oh, "I've tried seven of their beers and I can't do it." Yeah. But then somebody, your friend, brings a bottle over and you're just, "What is this?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, got to get back in there. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I, I enjoy that. Like Beth said, it is it, the, the samples are complimentary because we don't want somebody to buy a flight and only drink one or two. Mm-hmm. I mean, try the samples, find one, and then. You know they'll they'll finish the whole they'll enjoy the whole pint enjoy, later on. Right. Or you force down seven of them that you really didn't like, and you find that it, one. But did you really like it? You right. just force down yeah. seven beers that you really didn't like. Exactly. Yep. Well, it, talking about trying all these beers, yeah, yeah I think yeah, we should uh, try because it's killing me. <laughs> they just keep sitting there, and I keep looking. I've been, at them like, I've been drinking over here all the whole time, <laughs> Brennan. Your problem, you haven't put it up to your mouth yet, sir. All right, Beth. Okay, we're so going you want to start you. with the lighter one? Yes, ma'am. I have the lighter so one in my hand. Lighter in color. There All right, go. what are we drinking? This is our um, Weizenbach, which is like a Doppelbach. Um, we actually call this one our Dunkelweizen. And, I mean, it's a it's a rarer style of beer as well. Mm-hmm. We'll notice a lot of malt profiles mm-hmm. to it. Very malty and smooth and awesomeness. And I love like with beer. a lot of Dunkels, you get that banana type flavor yeah. to it mm-hmm. yep. Most, yeah which on is your good. hefeweizen gel yeah, yeah mm-hmm. absolutely and, and we tell that to people to come in you know for the first time on on the on the the hefeweizen the dunkles and and they said you put bananas in there <laughs> you put bananas? <laughs> not quite no it yeah. just it just has that that flavor yeah. to mm-hmm. it well it's it's the characteristics of the yeast mm-hmm. you know, right it right. hits a certain temperature and it gives that that banana clove flavor off so mm-hmm. Which I like. I mean, it's, oh, yeah. I mean, it's yeah, delicious. Oh, absolutely. But you're right. Some people that aren't used to drinking a Hefe Bison and they see yeah. it's lighter, they see it's clear, they're expecting like a Coors Light, Miller Light taste. They put right. it on something like, whoa, 
what what what's yeah. that what's yeah. that banana flavor I got going on there? So, uh, people that aren't used to that, you know, sometimes it takes some explaining. Why does it taste like bananas? Well, I know we but we reviewed uh, the rag and sizzle few weeks oh. ago and that was one that that went over yes. everybody loved it and i think it was hunter one of the other guys were like man what the heck is it it's a banana because this banana is like what the heck that's so it was so unique it's just a, a crazy beer but it was deli- it's absolutely delicious I, I think they have it on tap with right a little now. bit yeah. of rye it's actually oh, well it's, it's so coming good. soon coming soon yeah. oh my god i was yeah, gonna that, say i don't think they have it right now okay <laughs> it kills I know me you, every time we come in and we don't have it <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'd say Rock and Schnitzel and King Leo, those are two of my two of my favorites so far from beer breweries. Not that I didn't enjoy the others, but those yeah. two really, to me, personally, mm-hmm. stood out a lot. King you like Leo, the, the Belgian stout. So yeah. you're a darker, heavier yeah. beer, yeah. He's the, the Cowboy's kind of our IPA guy. Jordan and I love the darker porter yeah. stouts. And, but that Rock and Schnitzel, everybody in yeah. I mean, that was... Well, that, it's, uh, the Roggen is, it's rhyme in German. Mm-hmm. It means Roggen. And... That's fun too. I mean, it, to me, to me, my palate says it's a it softens the the Dunkelweizen even a little bit more with that rye in it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, no, yeah. yeah, beautiful beer. Yeah, this is good. Now this this isn't one you're canning. No, no, not at this moment. You're canning the Weizen good, and uh, but now you and have one coming out soon. Yes, yeah, so I think right one now, that Cobra really enjoys. We have in cans PDG, which mm-hmm. is our pretty damn uh-huh. good American Pale Ale. Uh-huh. That's the APA, not the IPA. So that's going to have that hop aroma, that floral or the bitter aroma right up front, but then finish off really clean and smooth. And then we also have Weisengut, which is our half of Weizen. So um, the beer that we're drinking tonight is a little darker, has a little more malt to it. Mm-hmm. And Weisengut is lighter in color, more similar to if you've never had a craft beer, or I guess this is still a craft beer, but um, Blue Moon. It's going, going to be more similar in body to that, some of that like cloudy mm-hmm. coloring to it, but really light, really um, crisp. Just great, awesome. great beer to drink just, year just round. Just all day, beer. Good all, yeah, all day. I beer. mean, it was yeah. the beer that got me hooked on this brewery, <laughs> and it's been what, like three years now. So, so you kept four, dropping that one in the hat for canning. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, just yeah, like yeah. over again. I kind of, I, I have to have more of this beer at all times. It was, it was very sad for me whenever it was not on tap. So now I've always got it. <laughs> yeah. And then what you were saying, um, pretty soon this summer we're going to be releasing Kolsch mm-hmm. in cans as well. Is that your uh, special K? Special yes. K. That's right. Yes. Actually, it'll be probably the first part of April, if, if not the end of March. See, Just in time for the golf season. Just yeah. in time for oh, all perfect the, for the summer events and <laughs> everything. Yeah. I'll, I'll still be standing by waiting for the dark beers and cans. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah Kolsch is very light, very crisp, very oh, yeah. refreshing. It's one of the lighter beers that we have. Um, I like to serve that to people that are just getting into craft beer, that mm-hmm. are like, I just like my Coors Light, nothing else. And <laughs> I like to go. give that to them I to re- slide it in. We refer to that as our boat beer. Boat beer? Yeah. 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 The light yeah. beers are the ones that we, mm-hmm. we want to just take out on the boat in the yeah, summer when it's hot. And oh, yeah. that is definitely it. Yeah. Jordan, you just made something about a, uh, a darker beer. I have to tell you that the we were talking about this before we went on air. The uh, Red Key, we're doing a beer for them mm-hmm. for their 65 year anniversary uh it is a darker beer by the way okay it's Excellent. probably going to be very close to a scotch ale maybe so in that in that <laughs> darkness area i'm just kind of giving you a hint maybe okay all right and that's good. that's that'll be out uh, about well i think their anniversary is the third of um 
of April. April. So, so we're going to have that in cans for them and then some of the package stores around that close to their area. Though, and we'll have it also at the tap room as well. Well, maybe we can make a trip out that way around that time. Yeah. That could sure. happen. Sure. <laughs> yeah, this is good. It, and the more you drink, the more that the yeah. chlor- the yes. chloral and the clothes really start mm-hmm. to open up. I'm getting the yeah. real caramely aspect yeah. of yes. it, too. Very yes. good. It's real fantastic. And I'm actually kind of glad we let it set for a minute because yeah. some, usually those kind of beers are much better a little bit warmer, not the mm. ice oh, yes. cold. Yeah, yes. most of so, your beer you want to mm-hmm. let it sit for a few. And, that is exactly right. Yeah. But it's a real smooth beer. I mean, real smooth. I, yeah. Well, a lot of your your big beers like that, the darker beers, it's 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 same concept as a um, a big robust red wine. Mm-hmm. The warmer it gets, the more flavors, yep. the aromas, and so forth. It, it opens comes up. Out more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you ever watch us record, a lot of people in here, you'll see us. We'll get a beer, and then we'll be talking for twenty minutes, like we just did before we try it, because we know we're waiting for that beer. <laughs> yeah. To be ready for us to drink, not right. that we're ignoring it. <laughs> no, when we get it cold, we just drink it. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> those are better ice cold. But, yeah. And those are those are great. Yeah. The the boat beers you always want ice cold. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. how you sure. drink them. This is Mel from Alley's Ale House. Come check out the Blind Pig Confessions every Tuesday night. You mention the show to your bartender or server anytime on Tuesday and get our Big Daddy's Pulled Pork Sandwich and the Beer Brewery Beer of the Week for $10. Now, well, what kind of, you, you guys have, any, I know Thursday nights we have Euchre, correct? Yes. Do you have other events going on during the week? Wednesday nights are pint night for yes. us. Night? So we do pint a special day. on our pints on Wednesdays. Um, Thursdays Euchre, Friday, there's always something happening. So Friday is very exciting. About twice a month we've got live music, and then we also do comedy some night. Comedy about once every right. six weeks. Mm-hmm. Actually, this Friday night I think we're doing game night, game board night. Yes. Game board night, if I'm not mistaken. Jordan, they can probably use a couple of games of Risk to borrow. You know? I only have 15 <laughs> games of Risk at home. I, don't, I can't spare any. <laughs> I'm a huge Risk. Game, whatever you want to say, risk player, risk player. Yeah. I think we've got that game board too. Yeah, it's fun. I no. enjoy it. So that's a standard. Well, here, Everybody's got to have risk. Here's another question no, for no, you, though. Um, as the as the craft brew industry is taking off and all these breweries are popping up, um, and this kind of hits home to me because my wife is not a beer drinker, but she wants to go to the breweries with me. So, do you guys have anything besides beer at the at beer brewery? Do you have any kind of alcohol? Mm, no. No. no, no. Okay. Well, our license only allows for beer. Now, we do have soft drinks if they... But is your wife a wino by any chance? No. I love that no? we both went into like the same thing. <laughs> no, but is she, she like a, wine? Does she like champagne? Tito's like, and got, cranberry. I've got beers for this. <laughs> <laughs> I've tried. We've made her sample every beer we ever drink, and she says, yep, it tastes like beer. Oh, well... She's a trooper. She keeps drinking. I'm pretty she sure does. we have some things that might sway her a little bit more. We have a lot of people, actually, that will come in, especially when they're doing a brewery tour. They're out for their husband's birthday, and they just walk in and say, well, I don't drink beer. I don't like beers at all. What do you have for me? And we give samples. So I will go through and find some samples that I think they'll like based on whatever they normally drink and like. If you're a whiskey drinker, I have some ideas. If you are a wine drinker, I've got some ideas. And that's another cool thing about our tap room is that when you walk in, the people that are working the tap line, people that are going to serve that beer to you, and, and really anyone that works for us, can help you find a beer. 
I'm 100% sure that there's a beer for everyone in this world. Mm-hmm. You just haven't found it yet. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. with how many we make, I'm pretty sure we have one for <laughs> you. It just might take a couple of rounds. I'm bringing her in to see you. Yes. Yeah, and Do it's that. interesting, and, and Beth is exactly right. I mean, the reason why I ask about if your wife was a wino, a lot of wine people... Uh, they gravitate towards the Belgians. Like when we have our Belgian blonde or our triple mm-hmm. and even our double, our mm-hmm. Dubelle, as a, some people call it, it, um, it it surprises them when they taste something like that because the Belgians are a little sweeter. And I don't mean candy sweet, but from a beer sweetness. Mm-hmm. And they are softer. And um, uh, so so it's really fun to to. to Find that person when they come in and say, oh, I don't drink beer. I said, you know, here, just do me a favor, taste this. And when they do, <laughs> oh, then I kind of look at their husband or the boyfriend. And I said, I think we got her hooked. <laughs> so reel her in right now, you know. Now, that, that double, didn't that win, isn't that an award winner, a national award winner? The, which one? The, the Dubelle? That's didn't actually that? an international that's award a, That's a world, that's a yeah. world oh, beer cup. Okay. A silver medal winner for us. Oh, nice. That's yeah. where we started doing Belgians better than the Belgians. Yeah. Oh. That's awesome. I like better it. than the what? Better, <laughs> better than the better Belgians. Than the Belgians. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I'll not tell really. you. I was I, just kidding. That's yeah. not true. No, I do taking, think you know <laughs> America's making the best beer now. I think. I mean, well, I think our craft brewery is is just doing so well that we, I think the, we the are. Other, the other, by the way, the other Belgian that just won was a gold medal winner at the Great American Beer Fest. Mm-hmm. It's the uh, Quad Belgian Quad. Yep. Oh, really? Yeah, that's uh, the Sanitarium. That that beer has won. In the past five years, it has won two silvers, and then last year a gold at the Great American Beer Fest, the granddaddy of them all. Right. Mm-hmm. The Belgian double won a World Beer Cup medal wow. um, a few years back. So, and then we've got we've got quite a few state medals as well. The the Belgian blonde, the Belgian triple has won st- a lot of state medals. So. Mm-hmm. Uh. And our sanitarium, that's actually currently the only beer that we bottle. We sell it in 22-ounce bombers right. um, around the holidays. And it's only sold in bombers. You cannot get it on tap. But as we were talking earlier about beers that you want to let sit for a minute, mm-hmm. that is cool. one that <laughs> you let sit for the evening, and you just watch that profile change and Close grow. Close to 14% alcohol. Yes, that too. Oh, nice. Um, <laughs> oh, my gosh. I am looking forward to my next special yeah. occasion to open one of <laughs> It's a sipping beer. But you're exactly right. It, it gets better. And we've got people coming to the brewery and say, oh, I bought your, you know, I've got your 2012 or 2011 uh, sanitarium and, and haven't opened it yet. And I said, well, it's just going to get better, mm-hmm. you know, and, <laughs> and better each year. Just, just I can attest to that. It sit. Yes. And it, it's funny that you said the 14% in the sipping beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, as long as we've been doing this craft brew thing, it, it's interesting to see people who are new to the scene. They'll get a pint. They'll not even pay attention how much alcohol is oh. in it, oh, yeah. and they'll just slam it down. They'll do it. You'll see them do it two or three times, and you'll see them start to stumble, and we <laughs> laugh, and we're like, "Yep, yeah, you might want to, you know, check your label there, buddy, because yes. this isn't Miller Lite you're drinking." Well, our, our Belgian triple, uh, Belgian triple is a good example. We've had uh, a couple years ago during the uh, Super Bowl, and this one lady comes in all the time. In fact, she's a group of uh, four ladies that come in every Friday night. And they have the beers, they have a book, they rate the beers and so forth as a buy, sell, and so forth. Well, anyway, this, this one Super Bowl, she took a growler of triple home with her. She came back the next week. She says, you know, she says, we're watching a game. And I didn't realize I had finished off about two-thirds to three-quarters of that growler <laughs> of Belgian triple. 64 ounces. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. She said, I got up. 
and my knees buckle on me. <laughs> you know, the triple's about 9% alcohol. The thing is, though, it's so dangerous because it is so smooth. Mm-hmm. There, you don't taste any heat. No. And you have no idea until you start moving around. Yep. So when they, people come in and say, hey, be careful with that one, too. <laughs> now, you guys, in the last five years, have you seen the, the women drinking a lot more crab beer? It seems to me like there's so many more women now drinking crab beer. And I think one of the ways is because it's not beer before you can get a Coors or a Coors Light. There's no flavor in there. But crab beer and all the flavors you have, I think women, that's really bringing women around to the crab beer scene. And they're liking a lot more beer. Most I'm definitely. seeing a lot more women yes. drinking beer now, which yeah. is great. And it figure it, it, have you seen that group oh, expand sure. over the sure. last five years? Yeah, especially in the past, very recently, mm-hmm. um, there's organizations like Girls Pine Out in the mm-hmm. city of Indianapolis, and, and that's a across-the-country thing. But we're getting a lot of women that come in, like our, our ladies that come in, our, and girl groups of girls will come in to try beers. We got it's, another group that just started about two months ago. They call them... They come in and they say, we're having our board meeting. So we call yes. them the board meeting. <laughs> <laughs> There's about five or six of them. <laughs> and I've, I've seen, I mean, just personally, um, I've seen a lot of change in females throughout the past, like, three to five years. Yeah, to me, I see more women drinking the variety of beer. It's funny where, where guys seem to be set in their style of beer that I, they like. Yeah, men and, and really the, like And the women are going, stout. no, you got to try this one and try this mm-hmm. one. And it's funny that the guy's like, no, I'll stick to my... You know, it yeah. seems like there's the more women like. expanding mm-hmm. the palates and drinking more of the, of the variety of beer than, than guys even, I think. I think they appreciate the flavor. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I think there was a time we were all there, though. I mean, 10 yeah. years ago, probably not even 10 years ago, all I would drink was Miller Lite. That was my yeah. beer. That's what yeah. I drank, period, the end. I didn't drink anything else. And then I started branching out a little bit, and then the craft brewery scene came to Indy so heavy, and then we started doing podcasting and all that. And I started realizing, you know, there's a whole lot more beer out there than just Miller Lite. Oh, yeah. You know, not that I'll ever dog my, you know, original beer that I drank, mm-hmm. you know. But there's a whole lot of different beer out there, you know. And, and I, there's, oh, a, yeah. there's a whole lot of good beer, and there's a whole lot of questionable beer. Out there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, oh, yeah. I agree. Yeah. You they, know? These guys give me the look because there's one brewery out there, and it's obviously not you guys that I don't like, and they won't let me talk about it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> they said I've dogged them enough, and I'm not allowed to talk about it anymore. <laughs> no more. <laughs> Yeah. I think after that one night, we should have just said no more, but <laughs> we let it go for a little bit longer. Hey, are we going to taste this last beer or what? I Come am. on. Already did. Okay, now, before we do, we were talking about warning labels of beers. This is like 7.9% what Which you're about to it? drink. You can Awful. It's not horrible, but if you were to slam it. Yeah, if you're, not, again, if you're not used to it, there's a big difference between oh four and a half and seven. There's mm-hmm. a huge difference. You can smell that sweetness. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's very sweet. It's and good. This, is, this, this is actually one of our IPAs. This is... Uh, you're smelling that sweetness This on. is dank? Mm-hmm. Dankzilla. It definitely Dankzilla. does not taste IPA. I mean... No. No, no, uh-uh. no uh-uh. it's a red IPA. And so the IBUs on that, which um, for anyone that's listening that doesn't know what that means, so you'd have to be a huge beer nerd like me to know, um, IBU is the International Bitterness Unit. So that's going to be how bitter the beer is or floral. Um, so IPAs and APAs are going to be a lot higher in that number. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is. I'm not an IPA guy, but I'll tell you, there is a little bit of upfront for me. Upfront, but then it smooths right. And out then it just that, yeah. very really softens. Finish, yeah. Yes. And I never was an IPA person either. I've gotten into them a little bit more. 
Now your super high, like your double triple IPAs, mm-hmm. they're they're a bit much for me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll say it. <laughs> but you still find them when, like, I mean, when they're done right and they can balance that out. Right. Then you're like, holy crap! I can't believe that was and that that's high. That's absolutely right. And it's you should never look at that first. I always look at that after and go, oh my god, I can't believe it was that high. Because yes. And, and Brendan, you're exactly right. Balance is what's really important. Mm-hmm. How many beers do you go out there and have, and it's all front or it's yep. all on the back? Mm-hmm. A balanced beer, you're going to have a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. It seemed like a the big balance. thing for a while was people just throwing as much hops into their beer oh, as they yeah. could. And they're still doing it. I know it's mm-hmm. a big thing now, but there's no flavor there. It's, it's yeah. just bitter and hot. Well, and, and to me, it gets overpowering. And some of these places that do it just, okay, enough. But, if, but there's a market for it, I guess. So. Well, it's <laughs> maybe it's a market for people out there to taste, but also... If a beer comes off and it's not quite what it's supposed to be or if it's questionable, sometimes people will overhop it to mask something mask the, and to get yeah. it out. I mean, I mean, I think that's how a lot of IPAs came about, as a matter of fact. Um, that's a good point. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's, it didn't, Especially for, yeah, didn't come out exactly how you wanted it, and I don't I don't want to throw that away. So Finish, hop it out, and yeah. hop it, it out. out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's... Yeah. But there's people, we, we call him our number one fan. He's been on our show a couple times. This guy, <laughs> this guy listens to every episode religiously, right? I mean, like, he definitely is our number one fan. The biggest Ooh, IPA... Shout out to him. <laughs> the biggest, Hi, Jared. Hi, Jared. Uh, <laughs> His his number one thing is IPAs. He and he says the mm-hmm. hoppier the better. And he's not joking. That guy, mm-hmm. if it's over a hundred, yeah. he's excited and making weird noises just to get to that freaking high IPA. He loves that hop taste. Cool. Yeah. So there are people out there who do mm-hmm. enjoy that. He, I, I would like him to come and try the DFG. Yes. We can we can get in there. That, I guarantee let, you, when this comes out, he's going to hear it. Beth, what does it what does it stand for? That stands know. for our damn fucking good oh. IPA. Nice. Oh. Nice. Well. I'm embarrassed. I'm blushing right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Jerry's here. It's a darn freaking good idea. There you go. There you go. No, it's damn freaking good. Thank is you. it uh, Is it on tap right now? No. It is not on tap right now. That it's, is that is a rarity to brew. It's very complex of a brew. So um, when would so I bring him there to try it? Twice a year. You'd well, have we, to sign up for the brews letter. Yeah, you got to get on the brews letter. Find there we out. Go. What okay. we have on tap this week, next week, and any special events that we have going on. It's just one email a week. It's fun. We always say the PDG, the pretty damn good, is the little brother of the DFG. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure he'd be a huge fan. And I'll try it. Like yeah. I said, I'll try any beer. I'm not afraid of any beer out there. I'll well, try this anything. is this is 130 IBUs. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's close yeah. to 9%. Now, yeah. don't let that scare you because there again, what Brandon, Brandon, you just said a minute ago about balance. Mm-hmm. It's very balanced. Mm-hmm. I mean, see, I get excited when that happens because I wow. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's when I mm-hmm. man, these guys know what they're doing. I mean, that excites me when I get something that's well balanced I, and you get those high IBUs. Yeah, like, wow. I've never really gotten into really high IBU beers for the most part. Things that have a really hop forward and hop finish. It's just too much for me. I really like a darker beer. Mm-hmm. I really like a lot of malt profiles, what? but. What? Our DFG is one of my all-time favorites. What, what is this make. thing we're hearing about? Eight hundred and a thousand IBUs, and somebody—that's that's not even possible. No, I, and I, I'm I pretty mean, sure your taste buds stop at like one thirty. Yeah, it's, it's like a decibels. You know, at yeah, some what? point you're not going to hear it, you're not going to taste it. Not according to number one fan. He says he can taste it on the higher range of two hundred or something like that. That's Ooh, he's a super taster too. Oh, gosh, Apparently, I he want is. To get him in the brewery. <laughs> we, we can get in there. What's his name? Jared. 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 Yes, Jared. Jared. Get the Jared. beer brewery. I can't wait to see. Up here. <laughs> I bet you he eats hops as hors d'oeuvres. I think he would. <laughs> it's grown in his backyard. Yeah. Next door, right next door, at Great Fermentations. You can buy hop That's... candy. So, oh really? We're yeah, and I'll, that is one thing. Like I've, I've drank a lot of beer. I was, uh, my dad drank Guinness 
And so I was into those beers as, you know, at a young age, I liked those darker beers. So I did have a, a, a big palate for darker beers even, you know, growing up. So the craft brewery thing to me was awesome. Now I'm getting all this beer that I love. But I did always shy away from stuff with IBUs. So I was like, oh, I don't like hoppy <laughs> stuff. So I always just shied away and shied away. Again, and because of doing the show, we had to try stuff. I was like, okay, there are people that know how to do this right. <laughs> you just have to try them. You can't, yeah. you know. And I'm with Brendan. I stopped looking at IBUs before I taste yeah. the beer. I prefer to guess it. Yeah, and then see if I'm correct. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes I'm, you know, if it's if it's a hoppy beer, I usually can say, oh yeah, I was close. But if it's one of these where it's really well balanced and you're, you're talking 85 IBUs in this, I wouldn't have guessed it. Yeah, I would not. I would have, have said I would no. have said 35, 40. Yeah. yeah, probably would have been about where I guessed. And then I went, went like, holy crap, seriously? It's well, this is, this has been sitting here for what a half hour or so? What a half hour? Yeah, yeah. 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 Man, too long for beer. Softer. Soon. No, it's, it's <laughs> definitely softened up a little bit. So, yeah, it's it's a game to us now. We, we like to guess the IBUs, <laughs> guess the alcohol content. It's more fun for us to see if we can taste it. Oh, yeah. The problem is if we can taste it and we get it right, it usually isn't that great of a beer because the balance isn't there. If I can mm-hmm. taste the alcohol and I can taste really high IBUs, chances are I probably didn't like the beer because <laughs> all I'm tasting is like, you know. And we just save those for yeah. Jared. A, 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 a bitter alcoholy taste, and that's not what I'm looking for in a beer. Right. So Well, if you taste alcohol... That beer's not brewed it's, right. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's something wrong. And there are beers out there that you can definitely taste. It's almost oh. like you're drinking an alcohol, not oh, a beer. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, so. I agree. It's, that's, that's the key to it of a great high ABV is you don't taste the heat. Mm-hmm. You feel the heat, but you don't taste the heat. Right, exactly. Now, some of them you want to, a bourbon barrel aged... Something along those. Then you you want that that kind yeah. of burn to it, but not not just a standard beer. I'm not right. looking for a burn. Have no, you guys played gonna... with that at all? Yes. The, the, okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. In fact, our sanitarium. Is that what? Okay. We played no. some of that. Well, no, Brandon. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Oh, I was like, Brandon, just start to say, is that where your sanitarium is? And it, oh. It's we we took you're going to do one. put some of the sanitarium yes. into yes. a bourbon oh, barrel. Oh really? Ah, okay. And wow. that should be. Coming out here pretty soon. We, huh, huh. Even more reason. We'll, to get we'll, we'll have to rebottle that one, or not rebottle, but bottle it. So yeah, I see bourbon barrel. I've seen a little, some rum barrel age stuff mm-hmm. coming out. Oh now. yeah, um, wine. You'll see some wine barrels as well. I've seen mm-hmm. that. Yeah, those are starting to come out. Um, I did a, a one with rum and vanilla, a rum age, but it was a mm. vanilla porter. Oh yeah, really good. It was. I think it was Breckenridge did that one, but it was. Yeah. it was yep. a really it's good a, beer. Got as a Captain Morgan in it. Gotta have a little cash in that vanilla rum. Yeah, it's a spice rum. Yeah, Yeah. it 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 tasted like beer, but it it had a nice spice to it. It had just a little bit of a burn to it, but not. Mm -hmm. It wasn't overpowering either. I mean, it was just good. Some of some of the barrels, barrel aged ones I've I've tasted before. Sometimes it's over the top. It's over the top. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. it's too much. Yeah, I can name one, but I won't. But there is. Yeah, I've had some. Like, wow, okay, that's just overpowering. That's. Like Again, there's no balance. Beer. It says, "Yeah, taking yeah, away from the beer." Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I still want that beer flavor with yeah. that. With that, but I love that light little bourbon kick in there too, as well. Because well, I do love. Well I love. Balance, I love yes. a good bourbon <laughs> bourbon yeah. barrel aged beer. But from our past uh, barrel aged sanitarium, I can say that that is not the case for our Belgian <laughs> quad. Yeah, that it's it's a kind of a soft, hint, isn't it? Very soft yeah. notes to it. Mm. Oh my I'm, you know, so I'm excited. Cowboy and I are both big <laughs> bourbon lovers, too, so we love our bourbon and, and whiskey, and I love scotch yep. as well. So, yes. um, again, that's, it's just open. There's so much you can do with beer. It's amazing. Do you, mm-hmm. Have you guys worked with any distilleries or other breweries for doing like any combos with beer or collaborations? 
That's exactly what I was getting her to start asking. Getting ready. So. <laughs> There's, you've um, seen a lot of it go on now. I didn't know if you guys were doing anything we, like we that. Talk, Sun King, uh, which is, we love the guys, mm-hmm. great our mentors and so forth. We've talked to them, actually uh, talked to Calais a little bit, of, but they're so busy and we're so busy right now. Yeah. Uh, we've not gotten to that point, but I'm sure um, that will probably happen in the near future. We've had we've had some requests and uh, from other people, and it just would not work out right. I get that. I've tasted mm-hmm. some collaborations that have been excellent. And then oh, yeah. There's, there's been a few that have been very questionable. Yeah. And I thought, wow, that two good breweries should not have done that together. No, no. <laughs> one of our, one well, of our I, least. And you wonder, that's got to be tough, too, because to work to another brewery like that, and somehow it's just like being in a band. Okay. Who's gonna have the, Who's gonna have the final say of how much of this and how much of that's yeah. going in this stuff? And then when it's horrible, who who gets to claim the yeah the horrible yeah. beer? You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, your name's going first. That half is your problem. <laughs> the name's your. That fault. wasn't my half. That's your half, right? Hi, this is Mel from Alley's Ale House. Come check us out for the best local and craft beer selection in Hamilton County and the most amazing craft food on the north side. We've always got something going on, whether it be poker, euchre, live music, or DJ bingo. You can check us out on Facebook or on our website, bulletpinheads.com. And one thing that I really appreciate about working for and with beer is that um, we've never, or your business model has never been to spread too thin. So as we're expanding our production and as we're starting canning and as as we have nine taps on at the tap room as well as the other cans that we're putting on, never want to spread too thin where the awesomeness isn't going to be in something. And so making sure that that's never missed in any moment. That's a great point. And so I think that that's also part of why that's not happening at this moment. There's a lot of little things going on, mm-hmm. focusing on those. And the number one thing is always making sure our beer is up to par, is up to to our standards. Day in and day out. Mm-hmm. Never changing from from the well, from what it has been before. Yeah, building on that, I know about two months, about three months ago, uh, we were brewing PDG. And uh, Darren just said, you know, it's just, it's not right. It's there, There's something... There's something going on that, that whether we stress the, the yeast too many generations or just what. And uh, so they, we, we're, they're going to get ready to um, uh, put it in the bright tanks and so forth. He said there's, there's something wrong with it. And being when I'm looking at the dollars, okay, and I said, okay, is there any way to hop it with something else to make it a different type of beer and he says well some people might do that he says i can't do that uh so we threw out 14 barrels Whew. yeah i'll tell you what you have our card now two <laughs> 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 barrels that aren't quite right you can always give us a call one of us will be there to pick them up <laughs> pretty much instantly yeah. oh, don't throw that out there's going to brennan next week <laughs> throw a sticker in there i'll come and grab it but i mean the point is is that he will not compromise mm-hmm. the beers whatsoever, mm-hmm. and 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 no matter where you go at our different locations, where we're, we're on tap or package stores, it's going to be the same beer day in and day out. Yes. No. Yeah, it's, like good. you said, it, it's it's rough to get people don't know what you go through to get oh to get that and to have that level of consistency. It's unreal. But that that fourteen barrels was the only. 
beer that we had to throw out out of 2,000. From a percentage standpoint, that is unbelievably low. Mm -hmm. Unbelievably low. I was going to say, pretty fucking good. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Oh, I'm so embarrassed again. (laughs) You and Beth need to get together. (laughs) Pretty freaking good. Okay, so we'll do our own podcast next time. Mary's not invited. Yeah, the after-hour show can get out of hand sometimes, so... I'll so, be back for that. <laughs> so along the along the lines of, of the quality, we uh, obviously we're trying a lot of craft beer. We've ran into a couple times where we could tell when we taste it, we're like, oh, nope, something. Not your yeah. beer, but other mm-hmm. beers. Mm-hmm. No. We, we had one, and it sticks out. I don't remember. I wish I remember the name of it. The beer itself, we think it would have been good, but they it was something was wrong with the carbonation in it. And I've never mm-hmm. seen beer act the way this beer acted. We literally poured it, and it sat for two hours and never lost this much head off of yeah. it. It was the oh, weirdest wow. thing we wow. ever... And you couldn't drink it because it literally was just like... Because it has too much head. The yeah. bad thing is, yeah. we haven't heard of that brewery since... Yeah, it was <laughs> It was like an Alka-Seltzer <laughs> just sat in the back of your throat when I you mean, tried honestly, to drink it. It was It was weird. It just... The flavor, I could tell it probably had a good flavor, but you couldn't enjoy it because you couldn't literally couldn't. drink it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it well, I, wonder, been, I wonder if it, part of it wasn't it, that it was still fermenting. That's, you know, we thought maybe it's just they, they're not... They don't have that canning process down yet, and don't know, realize it was a. It had to been. A, it was a very young brewery. It, it was. It was so, brand new. Yeah, they it was brand have, new, and they are already maybe biting off more than they can chew, yeah. and maybe not have that canning process down. Because that's another. That's a whole endeavor getting into the canning process. Yes. That's not just you can't just throw a beer in a can. I mean, you've almost got to change, right? Oh, I mean, you got to change the recipe up a little bit just to start canning, right? No, not really. I'm going to defer that. Defer that to Darren. But I don't, I don't think you do. Really? I think what you have to watch, not the recipe, but you have to watch the, the carbonation level when you can that. Um, you probably have to add a little extra carbonation to the can, wouldn't you? It's a little, not like these guys did. It's got to be at a certain <laughs> level so that when you, when you fill it, you're filling the can to capacity. Um, and it's kind of interesting because we, you know, we're using the mobile canning guys, which for small brewers like ourselves... What a great business plan. Yes. Comes in and, yeah. and enables us to test the market to see if, if that is a viable path that we want to go down at a very affordable price. I mean, th- with all the everything else you're buying nowadays with the, the equipment, I mean, when you look at a canning machine and, and, and uh, supplemental equipment to go with it, it's over two, two and a quarter. Oh, yeah. So you right. go out and you test the market. You know, if one are they going to sell? And can you can you keep the same quality in the cans? Yeah. So it, it's great for us guys to do it, um, to be able to do that. But um, where the hell was I going? I just I have no idea. <laughs> he was talking. We're about really happy about the mobile canning. <laughs> the They're really yeah. changing yeah. the industry for local for the local market. Yeah. Now, dude, you don't have to pasteurize it, anything like that, to can it, bottle it, anything like that. No, not no. yet. Not okay. yet. Um, I think I think the next step is a centrifuge, which will get a lot of the yeast out of there, so it doesn't continue to ferment along the way. And however, that being said, I mean, look how clear that Kolsch is right oh, yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we don't do. Well, I'm not going to say that because Darren does do some things that are very uh, foreign to anybody else's uh, routine. And that's we get that very clear. I mean, 
uh, some of these other beers here. Of course, that's uh, that's is that well, that's, that's the that's the box. So you're going to have yeah, a little bit yeah, more. Yeah, you're going to yeah. need that. What else you guys have for us? Tell us a little bit more about beer brewery. Anything we didn't cover tonight? Oh Anything boy, we didn't touch on. Boy, now you're putting me on the spot. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, boss. I got to put I got to put cowboy on the spot. Here we got he, here he's got here he's got all these craft beers in front of him. But what can is he sitting in front of? Him? What does that say on there? That does say old style. Oh my god. Old Are you I from can, Chicago? We have cans. No, now. no, I'm not. But I, I love going to a Cubs game and drinking a whole oh, yeah. yeah. So it is a it is a uh, it's a comfort beer. It is. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say guilty pleasure, but no, it's not even a guilty pleasure. It's a comfort beer. I like to think all of our beers are comfort beers. For yeah, our, they uh, are. Yeah. Well, we've they been comfort me. we've been coming to Alley's now for several months, doing the show every other week, sometimes every week. Let's face it, we end up here a lot more than we were actually scheduled to be here. Yeah. They're a great. Legit place it's to great, be. isn't it? it? This is a great place, and there, you guys are uh, partnered with Beer Brewery, mm-hmm. or I should say, Beer Brewery is partnered with Alley. Absolutely. And so they have what is it? Six rotating taps up there of you guys. Uh, I think there's five, five right now. Five or six. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, and uh, soon to be, we'll be uh, very much involved in the tiki bar outside, and and our cans will be available at that time outside. Perfect. So we're uh, we're excited. I mean, yes. this is this is a fun fun place. And it for is. us, it's great. Every Tuesday we come in, we're like, okay, what's what's new on the beer brewery? <laughs> so it, it's nice for us because mm-hmm. you know um, we get to try a lot of different. A lot of your different beers. Exactly. And then, again, we wait for, like, some of our favorites to come back around. Like, King Leo comes in. Rog and Schnizzle comes in. Yep. Those beers start coming in. Then right. I, get, I personally get excited. So, well, I'll, t- I'll tell you what. We're going we're gonna to do something at Beer Brewery, right? Absolutely. Okay. Yes, definitely. What we will do when you come in that time, we'll, we'll, we'll taste the sanitarium. Awesome! Uh, I, you guys are lucky. I think we've got some barrel-aged sanitarium we'll taste as well. Oh, oh. Awesome. Okay. Oh, yeah. and, um, I accidentally sold my bottle to a customer. Can I come too? You can, have, you <laughs> can taste it. You sold yeah. your bottle. How do you, <laughs> it happens. You can, you can taste it. Though. But, yeah, we'll, we'll do that when you come in. Fantastic. Excellent. So, well, we really appreciate good. you guys coming on tonight. Uh, again, it's great putting a name with a face, I guess. Uh, yeah. I mean, we have face with the beer. Yeah, face, face yeah, with the beer. Go. Perfect. At this this face, I always tell people that you know Darren's the brains behind this. This is his passion. It's become my passion as well because <laughs> not only is Darren involved, my youngest son, who's a sales manager, so it's it's my passion. It's a now. full family affair. It's you're part of the family. It's right. an extended I'm, family. I'm, I have been adopted. Yeah, and, and we have Thanksgiving dinner. Our, it's our, legit. Our brewers, our brewers are, are a part of the family. Yes. All, everybody that works there is, is part of the family. Yes, and uh, without but, question. Yeah, and uh, uh, so and that, that's that's all part of it. And we, you know, well, well the we pigs can it. be kind of like your surrogate family. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, can. guys, you can be part of the family. Yes, yes, more cousins. <laughs> And it's really, honestly, from here, it's not that far of a drive. Oh, no. no. Um, I used to live right the around the corner from yeah. Alley's, and it was less than 15 minutes for me. I now live downtown Indianapolis, and it's about 15 minutes for me from downtown, too. So it really is easy to get to mm-hmm. right off of Benford Boulevard. Um, yeah, coming from Alley's, you go down to get back on 69, and what do you do, about 105 down 69, so you're there in two minutes. Yep. Yeah. We don't yeah. tell people. <laughs> I live off exit 210 right by Hamilton Town Center. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Really so close. I literally just go around, boom, I'm on 69. I can probably yeah. be there in 10 minutes or five minutes if I break any laws at all. So oh. if you want to come down, um, try not to visit us on a Monday or Tuesday because yeah. we won't be open. 
but Wednesdays we open at three. Yeah. As well, or we open at three Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Um, Saturdays are noon to seven, seven. <laughs> and Sundays are noon to three, four. Five. Five now. Oh my. See, Obvi- we've obviously, Beth has not worked on Sundays lately. <laughs> <laughs> I actually worked every single Sunday for two yeah. years. But and, you we know, just keep extending our hours. And the fun thing week. about the fun thing about Sunday is that if you ever have you a beer emergency, Sunday's the day to come to Beer Brewery. We can help you. Yeah. We are very happy to help you. I yeah. love Sundays. That, at that is the day I went. It was Sunday, and I went, oh, like, oh, looks like a good day to visit Beer Brewery and check them out. And that's exactly yes. what I did. And it was a good day. It was a fantastic, <laughs> it was a fantastic day. Apparently, day. Uh, <laughs> we didn't get there in time. Those are those are some good chill days. Oh, yeah. Know? Oh, yeah. Some sports on the TV. Everybody's and just hanging we out. we got two TVs that people come in, sit down, watch the sports, you know. And, and, and if you've got a game you want to watch, nine times out of ten, we'll be able to change it for you. You know, get going. Well, again, thank you guys very much for coming on the show. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you out you. Hanging out with you actually at the brewery. Appreciate it. We look forward to that. Yeah. I'm Sounds too high Just a boy stuck in a tree. Well, I'm not coming down. Got my I'm too high this time I'm too high this time Stuck in my ways again Been climbing for days again Caught in a tree Losing my friends again I'm still here to depend on nothing but me I'm too high this time